light. Hello, and welcome to American Pale Males, your nerdy beer-tasting podcast slash repository for 70s TV show theme song. My name is Jeremy, and I'm not going to sing a song like uh, the one from The Facts of Life or uh, The Last American Hero or The Six Million Dollar Man, but uh, with me is the ever-vocal... Uh, oh, it's Michael. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting you to sing another one. I was just, you know, commenting on our last episode. Because that was a week ago, yes. you see. <laughs> one week ago. Not 30 minutes ago. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> In between episodes that we were recording tonight, I noticed an ad for spiked still water. And I wanted to die. Was that a sel- one of those new seltzer? It is not a seltzer seltzers. water. Because, because at least a seltzer has some carbonation to it. This is spiked this is just, still water. So it's just like diluted vodka? Well, I'm going to look into that, but I wanted to know your thoughts on the idea. Mm, it needs carbonation. Spiked, so this is pure still. Oh, boy. It's about three months old as of this recording? Okay, mm-hmm. what? Are, first of all, what are your thoughts on spiked seltzer? That's fine. I mean, I probably will never have it. It, or I it, might try it, it straight once. up tastes like garbage. It is oh, okay. Ba- it is I mean, I can't. Bad. I guess I can't comment. I've never had it. It is. I can. I have had one. They. I had uh, the, okay. the 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 white claw, raven claw, whatever it is. I don't know, but <laughs> raven claw. the purified water, malt, alcohol base, cane sugar, citric acid, natural flavors, coconut water powder, and sodium benzoate. Oh my god, that's bad. <laughs> but it comes with the free program. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's malt. It's malt. Okay, what type of alcohol is Pure Still made with? I'm on the FAQ. Pure Still is made from our proprietary triple filtered malt alcohol base, aka they dumped malt liquor through a, a Brita filter for a few times, and does not contain any <laughs> liquor or spirits. The alcohol comes from our fermenting malted barley extract and natural sugars, and then is filtered through our proprietary filtration technology. Again, Brita filters. So it's filtered. Beer or it's, malt, it's filtered malt liquor, malt liquor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not gluten free. That can't taste good. No, it can't. The only redeeming quality of malt liquor is like that grainy well, flavor. Well, no, the only redeeming. Fo- well, there's a second redeeming factor to malt liquor, Michael. The, uh, it, it's 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 the, the alcohol, alcohol content per price point. Uh, right. Oh, sure. One yeah. of the FAQs is uh, I'm a blogger slash influencer slash agency, and I'd like to work together. Great. Please reach out to email address. This stuff straight up looks like garbage. This is the Coachella of alcohol. Like, this is horrible. <laughs> They're trying to, like, make alcohol look healthy, and it's just it's just not. Well, I mean, there's there's something to be said about, you know, finding a hole in the market and, and catering to it or filling it. It's the new Bacardi. Bacardi. What were those called? Raz? Bacardi, uh... Is that, what, is that what it was? Oh, all right, I'm on it. I, uh... I think that's a rum. Now, what was the Bacardi? Yeah, and it came in. It was like it was the six pack thing. Ice, Shmirnoff Ice. Is, you know, the alternative to Shmirnoff Ice was Bacardi. Uh, Bacardi, these Bacardi. Bacardi Silvers. Yep, I just found it. Ah. God, I'm I'm having flashbacks looking at this. Ugh. Bacardi Silver Watermelon flavored. It's a wine searcher. Um, would you ever drink a wine cooler? I mean, probably. I mean, not to tell tales out of school, but I believe we had Boone's Farm more than a few times over the years. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's been a decade. Or but, like, a... now, like... Oh, God, no. There's a cooler, two coolers. One is full of beers, and one has wine coolers in it. 
let's say, and the beers are all like real common light beers. Would you ever just be like, uh, you know? No. I'm just gonna have a light. I'm gonna. No, it's okay. too sugary. <laughs> I don't like it. That's a fine answer. I'm not I'm not trying to. Well, well, no, because I mean, like, gotcha here. But I'm just curious. So, so the the future in laws have this. So they are the mass market drinkers, which is fine. I don't care. And no matter how many times right. I say no, a Michelob Ultra is totally fine. A Bud Light is totally fine. I've I've got no problem with it. Please do not buy a special six pack of something weird on my behalf. They always do, right. and I appreciate that. Hmm. But it's it's sure. just one of those. It's just like, no, it's it's fine. Like I was in college once. Like I am no stranger to, yeah, right. to a light beers and or subsidiaries as long as it's not like Jag Ice or something like that, which <laughs> would cause a whole other series of red flags to go up. I'm probably gonna in be in this house. Go. We only drink Jag Ice. Oh boy, <laughs> something's wrong with this house. I've even had, like, old Milwaukee light at an uncle's house, and it's not good, but it's just like, whatever. It's it's a social thing. It's just like, all right, whatever. We're sitting around watching the game. I'm going to, yeah. Enjoy an OML. I guess so, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Is that what they call it? I don't know. Jeremy, do you want to do some trivia? Let's do some trivia, and hopefully we can wipe that taste of a stench yeah. of failure off ourselves. Oh, man. Last week burns like it was just mere like an Something hour like ago. that, man. It's yeah, last week. You pick the card this time. Okay, I'll pick it. I'm gonna go with what is this? I'm gonna go know it all, because I think while the Reagan era ones are fun, I don't think there was like a lot of useful information about that. Maybe the Camp David question, but I think these might actually be good and come up in pub trivia. Okie doke. Oh boy, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> uh. People and places who sported a license plate that read A one A N A two. Was it Lee Iacocca? Oh God, what was he? Was he like a? He was he was a car dude from the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you say that for any reason though? Because he was a sort of coked up jerk that would do something like that. Is that like a chess sequence? A one A N A two. I can't decrypt that. Well, message. okay, we can do something smarter and go with a with a chess thing. Who was well, it? Uh, Bobby Fisher, Deep Blue. <laughs> Bobby Fisher is like a conspiracy theorist. Yes, he is. That's a, that's a fair point. I don't think he drives a car. He probably drives a steamed powered locomotive or something around. Something that needs its tires revulcanized every now and then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, my guess is Lee Iacocca. I don't know why. Uh, I guess I'll throw in a guess. I'll just say like. This is from like 2000. These are from the early 2000s. These cards. So I'm just gonna oh. say like Bill Gates. Okay, just let's let's go throw the, another name in the hat. It's, it's probably not Lee Iacocca. That was just the first thing that came to mind. Okay, let's see. Lawrence Welk. <laughs> a one and a two. Oh my God. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm gl- oh, I'm glad man. I didn't know that. I'm counting that as a moral victory. <laughs> That should have been on the Reagan era ones. Um, yeah, no kidding. Whose defense fund was the recipient of Edna St. Vincent Millay's profits from the sale of her poem, Justice Denied in Massachusetts? So. Defense fund. This defense fund got profits from the sale of this poet's poem. And the poem is called uh-huh. Justice Denied in Massachusetts. Well, the only uh, justice-y sort of things I, in Massachusetts that I can think of were all problems that the Kennedys did. 
Chappaquiddick style. I don't get what defense fund because I think um, also if it's a defense fund, it's someone that's oh like legal defense. Accused. I was thinking yeah. um, like martial arts. <laughs> no, like <laughs> uh, Department of Defense. <laughs> oh no, justice denied. So it's 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 some sort of like this guy or girl was railroaded. Probably right. a guy because Nelson Mandela. Um, he seems Maya Angelou-y, even though she didn't write the poem. There's uh, there's that dude that the cops framed in New York. There was in a Rage Against the Machine song. Oh yeah, Free Mumuya. Free Mumia Abu Jamal. Yeah. Yeah, that guy probably killed a cop though. Um, oh God, let's just go broad and go Nelson. Okay. Sacco and Vanzetti's. Okay. Jeremy, are we getting... I want to let you look that up because I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> yeah. Here, let me look. I, I have to know what this is all. Yeah, me too. Sacco Vanzetti case. Oh, wow. This is like in the 1920s. Uh, Italian-born American anarchists who were controversially convicted of murdering a guard and paymaster during a 1920 armed robbery of a shoe company in Massachusetts. And oh. they got the chair. Oh, jeez. What's with all the Italian questions? <laughs> yeah, that last this is like the third week. one. Yeah. Um, people wanted a retrial, and then. So basically, I'm assuming they just railroaded a swarthy type. Yeah. Or then gave him the chair. And they arrested picketers. That's why. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, justice does not necessarily mean a conviction. Or an acquittal. It just means that prop the due diligence was done. Right. So even if he did do it, it wasn't. It's like proven in the court of law. Please. I'm probably skipping over a lot of. This is a very long page. Holy I crap! Imagine. But yes, uh, interesting reading. Maybe I'll check that out at some point. So I would prefer a uh, report next week. Next question. Next question. What was the first city Neil Armstrong mentioned when he was on the moon? I should know this. I saw first man. Houston. <laughs> Well, I got Houston. I'm checking in. I'm doing great up here. Right? I mean, that's a, that's as good a guess as I can get. Maybe that or like Washington or yeah, or was it Florida? No, Houston's where all the comms. Houston, where does all that stuff happened? Yeah, let's go with Houston. Okay. Ding ding! Finally. Finally, that's a good movie. You should check it out. You, I think you'd like it. It came and went before I even knew it. So I have to. It's extremely claustrophobic. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that lunar module they were in. Yeah. And, well, the, whatever, the capsule they were in, too. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Really tiny. Just Yeah, and that's one of those things, like, uh, Apollo 13 did a, was a really good movie, but I don't feel like it really got the claustrophobia mm. of space travel in there, especially early space travel. Because right now we think of Homer Simpson floating around eating all the chips, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he probably couldn't have done that. Man, I'm I am not easily physically unmoored by visual media of any kind but man that movie gave me the willies more than once really good check it out jeremy science and nature let's go for it which animal hair is used to make cashmere that's sheep right that's what i thought or, or goat i hopefully they didn't want us to be more specific it's cashmere wool I yeah know that wool. let's that's... go with sheep <laughs> a sheep okay there we go that's a goat. Oh, well, we said it, yeah. so it counts. <laughs> okay. we, that's a win. What team, as of 1997, has lost the most World Series? 
Oh, God. This is sports and leisure, by the way. Oh, boy. Well, clearly. It's probably a good team. So it's not going to be like the Cubs because they didn't like go to the World right. Series for like 100 yeah. years or some stupid crap like that. Probably one of those old-timey teams. Cardinals or the White Sox or something like that. Or maybe the Mets. Yeah, but they, they're not – are they even like as old as like the Red Sox or something? Red Sox. The Yankees. We know like Buckner. Red Sox. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's go Red Sox. All right, that sounds good. The New York Yankees. That makes, that makes sense. sense. I guess if you're in there a lot – yeah. If you won a lot, you probably lost. Um, we're getting hosed again. We we got we got one and a half right. <laughs> right. I technically said the right answer on the cashmere question. All right, last question. Wild card. What fictional youth loving character lends his name to a fashion detail? Oh boy. <laughs> a <laughs> a fashion fashion detail? Detail fashion. What in the world is a fa You know, like maybe like a detail. a button loop or something, but it would be called a Youth loving fictional youth loving character it's like hold, a holding Caulfield <laughs> yeah like I don't know god is there is there some sort of like weird name for a, a tie knot that I'm not thinking yeah, of yeah or like a, a pleat is is there a character called pleat or cuff or something I mean those words have been around since shirts have had cuffs <laughs> oh man I just feel I hope I hope the audience at home is getting more of these than we are because me too because this is terrible this is man abysmal. we're we're rocking like ten percent two weeks in a row yeah yeah I kind of want to know what the answer is because I don't think I'm going to think of it um, I want to say a Holden knot okay I like that yeah uh, a knot I don't of know some why. sort the answer is a Peter Pan which is a type of blouse collar <laughs> I don't want to be a pirate <laughs> is it so it's sort of like that. I guess so. I don't know. That's stupid. Jeremy, I need a beer after that. Me too. And you know what, Michael? We might even punish ourselves with this, because I don't know if you like this style or can't remember. What, a seltzer water? Yeah. Jesus. Michael, uh, we are hitting up the FDR, where we find beer, drink a beer, and rate a beer. Yes. And we're going back to uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. I don't think I've had a sour from these guys, maybe. Have we brought a sour one from these guys before? Anyway, I'm looking forward to it. What is it, Jeremy? It is Pomegranate Bohemian from Exile Brewing out of Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. As a flapper dancer with a big old pomegranate head on the bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael, have you had anything from Exile's Bohemian series? No, and I think that's what I was trying to pinpoint. Okay. That I haven't had anything from their Bohemian series. I know we've had them on the show before, but I don't think it was part of this series. And you bring it up a lot on the show, that's why I'm looking forward to it. The Sour the sour series? The Bohemian. Is it all? Are they all called Bohemian? Are they? Yes, yes they are. Okay. Take your pick and they have a... A lot of bohemian sours. If you type in Exile Bohemian, the autofill would say strawberry, blackberry, blueberry, pineapple, mango. And they do truly have just about any fruit you can think of. There's blood orange. I remember that one being good. Um, these are are not your traditional, like, it's not a goza. It's just a straight-up kettle sour. Okay. Or sort of things like that. Uh, there's guava. There's e. pineapple. Uh, cherry is really good. But, Michael, we have the... Uh, we have the pomegranate. Yes. The flavor text on the bottle, again with that flapper woman, with pomegranate flavors bound to please, it's the cat's pajamas, it's the bee's knees. Grab your dancing shoes and travel back in time with this sour ale. 5.7%. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any other info, Jeremy. The base sour, just the the straight up mm. sour with no anything added, and it's called beatnik sour. Okay. And these are all kind of variants. These are all variants. It's basically that core beer with adjective in the bottle. A little zhuzh. Okay. A little zhuzh, as one might say. I'll give it a pour here. Michael, have you ever eaten a pomegranate? Yes. Did you do the thing where you fill the sink full of uh, water, water and yeah. dunk the thing in there and let all the seeds float? Yes. I've never had one. Oh, really? I've had the juice. It just seems like way too much work. It is way too much work. And then the seeds are, to me, get in the way. Because like, the fruit is around a seed, less than a milliliter in size, but most of that is the seed. So the juice is the way to go, in my opinion, with a pomegranate. So what are you getting out of the nose? Just a slight whiff of fruitiness. And sour. And sour, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already gone in. How about you go in? Okay. This is a nice, pleasing, uh, deep pink, light red, like a raspberry-ish color. That is sour. And like you said, it's it's like that kettle sour sour. But it's not like it's not like a, a pucker. Yeah, like, you're not like puckering. But the beatnik sour, mm-hmm. that thing can... Uh, I think can cause some puckering now. It's pretty sour. So one of the things that I've noticed it's weird about this one as far as uh, Berliner Weiss is going is that this is, it comes in at 5.6. 5.6, 5.7, mm-hmm. 5.7 according to the bottle. And I feel like a lot of sours, at least Berliners, will come in at like 3 or 4. Yeah, uh, it's stronger than like a typical this type of beer. Um who does the Diddley series? That is Iowa Brewing Company. Okay. That's similar, though. That's a fruit fruit beer, sour beer type thing? Yes, that one's also a lot more sour than this thing is. Okay. Um, I, I'm looking at some stuff that talks about Berliner Weisses right now, and uh, it's the cloudy sour beer of around 3% alcohol by volume. It is a regional variation of the wheat beer from northern Germany, dating back to at least the 1500s. Fermentation takes place with a mixture of yeast and lactic acid bacteria, ah. the requisite that creates the lactic acid taste. Yeah, that's that's definitely in there. But what I was going to say is I think the uh, the higher alcohol content would presumably come from a higher malt or wheat or rye or whatever they use in this thing. And I think that sweetness kind of counterbalances the uh, the tart aspects more strongly than in, say, like the, uh, the aforementioned Diddley series. Mm-hmm. Or even a, uh, I had one, was given a six-pack of a one a tahoo for my uh, birthday from Single Speed in Waterloo. And that was the one that tasted like a, like a Tootsie Roll pop. And that thing was tart. Like, that was tart like you read about. <laughs> That's what people who haven't had a sour beer think all sour beers taste like. But this one is not like that. Michael, what, what are your thoughts on this one? And what are your thoughts on sours in general? Sours in general, to me, are almost more of a, a novelty than something I take too seriously. Although, can sometimes come across one that has some intricacy and some interesting things. Um, this one, it's maybe a little too much for me. It's a little... I know it's not like ultra tart, like a warhead or anything like that. Or I guess that's more sour than tart. Well, it still counts. But it, it's it still lays it on a little thick and... I think the pomegranate might not be, you know, there might be other fruits that I might like more than that. Um, Because I think that also, I'm not sure if I'm a big fan of that flavor. And I think the, I know it's a sour beer. It's it's 
not mm-hmm. the beers that we typically have. But and maybe this speaks to the broader thing I don't like about sours, but it lacks a little beerosity. Went to that uh, Guzeria or Guaze? Guaze, yeah, Guazeria or whatever it was. They have one of those here in town. Mm-hmm. And I went there once and had a flight there. And uh, I don't feel like the need to go back there again. It was like, oh, yeah, I tried that. It was okay. But I'd rather have a more traditional beer, I think. Having said that, though, like, this is, as far as, like, being in line with this style and everything, it's it's fine. It's good. I'd much rather have this, as far as a fruity drink goes, than the aforementioned wine cooler or... Super sugary? Yeah, super sugary thing, because this still has, like, a nice mouthfeel and a nice Mm -hmm. grating of flavor across the tongue. There's more intricacies there, but it's just not my favorite, I think. So I feel like with with the the Bohemian series in particular, Mm -hmm. I haven't had all of them, because they can be kind of pricey when they first come out, Mm -hmm. or an extremely limited series when it's something super weird like a pink guava or a uh, blood orange. Or something like that. But uh, I like this one. The the OG Beatnik Sour is probably my favorite. Yeah, that that one I'd be most curious in trying, just to kind of get the base mm-hmm. most close to a beer one, and then see what kind of pick out a favorite fruit and then see how that mm-hmm. goes. Um, They kind of cycle through various fruits, obviously. And technically, this is a sour ale as opposed to a... Uh, a Berliner Weiss, so maybe that has something yeah, to do with it. a little different beast. I really like this series of beers that they do. I think your mileage will vary based on how much you enjoy the whatever fruit is the substrate, adjunct, whatever. I don't know. It's been a long day. Mm-hmm. But I like pomegranate juice, and I feel like pomegranate is a flavor that will lend itself well to blending up against a sour. Like, like the blueberry sour is weird. That one's not good because a blueberry is an inherently sweet yeah, fruit. Yeah, that does seem like it'd be a little strange. But then again, things like the cherry bohemian is probably the best one because a sour cherry yeah. is something that one can find in yes. nature or at least at the store, if not in nature. Yeah, and maybe there's a little slight uncanniness going here. I mean, a pomegranate can be sour, but I not as sour as this beer is, I feel. Well, not to mention pomegranate is one of those things where I feel like people have had pomegranate flavoring as opposed to an actual pomegranate. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like the acai berry. (laughs) Yeah. Acai, am I saying that right? I I have no idea how to say it, but I know what you're saying. (laughs) But I'm digging this one. I don't know if I would reach for the six-pack, but I would definitely reach for a bottle. Because for me, sours are like a one and done. I think that six pack of sours that I had, that I referenced earlier, lasted me for about like six weeks or something intense like that. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's because I'm drinking out of this, drinking this out of my uh, branded Exile goblet that it's tasting better. I don't know. Michael, I think you've uh, exhausted all of your adjectives. Yeah. How about we get to the rating? I think so too. Do you want to go first, Jeremy? Sure. I'm going to go in for a sip of judgment here. So I feel like this one is less sour than most of the Bohemian mm, series and just really? more and less sour than just most sours that I've had in general. As I said, I think part of that is because of the the inherent sweetness of a pomegranate and the fact that I suspect they're usually using an actual pomegranate as opposed to pomegranate flavoring. Yes. But 
like I said, your mileage is going to vary based on how much you like the fruit that's the adjunct. And since I'm sort of in the middle on pomegranate, like I have no problems with it, but I'm not going to like go out and get one of those like $9 things of Palm Wonderful or anything like that. Uh, I'm going to give this a 3.5. Okay. I think it's a solid sour. Um, I kind of wish it was more sour. Mm, really? I, I think with some of these fruit beers that we've had or that, you know, I've had IRL or by myself with others, not on the show. I feel like the the fruits can kind of throw me off just, just mm. based on, you know, everything we've said. And just the fact that, like, this feels like they're kind of reaching with okay. the pomegranate. It's just like, all right, a pineapple sour, absolutely hit me. That works like it because pineapple yeah, is a little tart. Harmonious. Orange, sure. It's not quite normal, but it makes sense. Strawberry, that one's good. Cherries, absolutely. This one is leaning more towards the blueberry side. And I feel like if the the fruit itself would have been more naturally sour or shown up in at least sour applications, it would have worked better for me. What about you? I agree. Side note, this Sacco, Sacho, Vanzetti mm-hmm. Wikipedia article, worth a read. Uh, <laughs> just even the uh, first bit, if you don't want to read the whole thing. It was like a worldwide thing. Their execution spurred worldwide protest, which, you know, you don't get taught that in history class because is this nicola sacco and bartolomeo vanzetti yes okay oh wow there's a joan Baez song cool um back to the beer back to the beer that is a hell of a mustache back to the beer oh yeah <laughs> that's true too um you know having this i think a lot of my experience with more sour beers are just yeah sour beers as a very umbrella term is more like mm-hmm. in the Goza variety where it's a little more subtle and a little lighter. Whereas I feel like this kettle sour variety, would you call it? I don't I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They're leaning on I think a... this is just a lactic sour. Yeah. Because it is, it is lactic, I'll give it that. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it's leaning a little heavy. I think I have the same kind of predilections, is that the right word, that you have, but maybe to a higher degree. And I think... Also, I don't like pomegranate as much either. So I think it's the beer style and also the fruit style, i.e. the fruit, um, mm-hmm. are not up my alley. I'm actually going to give it a three. Okay. A three. That's that's, that's still above average, dude. Yeah. No, it's it's like a, it's still a good beer. Mm-hmm. So it's a three because it makes me want to try other ones of these because there's still something there. It's still good. I want to mm-hmm. try that base beatnik sour. I want to try another fruit and just kind of see how it compares. Like, so this beer gets me really interested and curious. Cox and eyebrow one might yes, say. Yes, yes. But the beer itself, I'm like, eh, you know, it's not stellar for me. So it's a three. Still above average, but... A fun experiment. Yeah, exactly. You know, I just realized that the the term sour beer is kind of analogous to IPA. Yeah, just like the, the term itself, because there's just so many. What does that mean? Yeah, it's just like what what is an IPA? It's got a bunch of hops. Okay, great. Well, how, is it bitter? Well, maybe. <laughs> you, know, you, you you know what I mean? Like, there's just so many different ways that you can make an IPA these days, and they're all like significantly different. Like, my father is an avowed opponent of IPAs. He will not drink one, but I'll bet I could get him to try a hazy one and he'd be at least okay with it. And I think the same thing goes with sour beer. 
maybe not in the I can get my dad to try one, but it's just like, what is a sour? There's like something that'll burn your taste buds off. And then there's something like this, where at least for me, I don't think it's terribly tart. Mm, mm. But you might. Your mileage may vary, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just extremely subjective when it comes to how sour it is sour. Yeah. But in any case, it's another one down the gullet. It is. So you can find us on a lot of places at APM Pod, including on Tap, where host Emeritus Mike keeps up with all of our ratings. Thank you, Mike. Rate, review, subscribe if you can. But uh, we'll leave it at that. Sure. So for Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Michael, I've been Jeremy. And this has been American Pale Males. Cheers. Cheers.